You are listening to Stuff You Should Know, brought to you by Wilkes Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the sixth edition of the Wilkes Chamber's We Are Wilkes podcast. It's entitled Stuff You Should Know. Today, we are delighted to have as our guest R.G. Abjur, who's the director of the Yakin River Greenway, and Charlie White, president of the Greenway Board of Directors. Thank you both for being with us today. Good to be with you. Thanks, Linda. Thank you. First of all, let's learn a little bit about you guys. Uh, Tell us about yourself and what brought you to be involved in the leadership of the Yakin River Greenway. Okay, well, I'll begin. Uh, I uh, worked a 32-year career as park ranger and assistant park manager and park manager at Carscott Reservoir of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and I already worked in the field of outdoor recreation. The last few years of my career was was involved, I was always involved in working with trails at Carr Scott, so I became very interested in the trail aspect, and that was a a natural segue to move over in the area of of the Aiken River Greenway, and when the job opening came open, about the time I was planning on retiring, it was a good fit. Very good fit. Lucky to have you. Thank you. Charlie, how about you? Well, Linda, when I left Lowe's in 2001, uh, I started gaining weight. And I looked uh, several times. I had driven by this uh, the ready section of the Greenway over the D Street Bridge. And I wondered what in the world's going on down there. So one cold February day, I uh, took a stroll down the first section of the Yakima River Greenway. And uh, eventually, uh, uh, one day, ran by the section where they were going to install a new bridge, which is now um, the uh, carriage trail or raised way that joins uh, the Yadkin River up to Wilkesboro. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I, I looked at my notes this morning. It was in June. It was a hot day. And I saw where they were going to erect the new bridge. So I sat there for about eight hours in the blazing sun, along with Bill Clifton, who was then the executive director. And at the end of the day, he looked at me and says, you got a job? I said, no. He says, you need one? I said, not really. So he said, why don't you come and join us at the Yakin River Greenway? He seemed to have an interest in it. And uh, that's where it all started for me. So since... uh, uh, 2004, I've been a member, and so here we are today. Great story. Great story. Love it. All right, let's share some history about the Greenway. How did it all begin, and what's involved with gaining easements for trail? RG? Yes, I, I actually was in on what I believe to be one of the plant seeding events. I was with uh, on a canoe trip with, with Dr. Phil Carlson, his son, and his dog back in the late 1980s on the Aitken River. And he said something that really s- sort of startled me and surprised me uh, as we paddled down the river. He said, would it be great if we had a Greenway Trail? I remember the word Greenway specifically there along the river. He said communities are, are doing these and it's a great opportunity for people to get out, get recreation, get exercise, and enjoy the scenery along the river environment. And, and so, so that idea or concept was born. And so being there uh, and seeing what's happened since then has been pretty exciting. 
truly really growth. How about you, Charlie? Well, I think that uh, from the uh, history that I've read or the documents in our files, the original group met somewhere around the early 90s. And for about 10 years, they held meetings and basically just looked at one another a lot and did a whole lot of planning. And uh, out of that planning, though, they did some of the smartest things I think I've ever uh, encountered with a group uh, trying to establish a greenway system. Uh, and that is basically they did everything right. Uh, the main thing they did was they contacted every potential easement donor along the uh, greenways intended route at that time, which was to extend a, or build a greenway from Smooth Park all the way to Derby Kerscott Dam. Its route really hadn't been developed then, but they did know uh, generally who the landowners were. So either they or they hired an engineering firm, I think, and they contacted those people and talked to them about the concept before it ever got out to the general public. And boy, did that go a long way towards paving the way for what we have on the ground today. Uh, I'm just so proud they did that. And uh, that's a, a great testament to their planning and foresight. Absolutely. And that's what made it happen. So the easements, how do you gain these easements? What's the method? Well, uh, I think the Yankee River Greenway is rather unique in the aspect that the easements, 100% of the easements are either owned by the government entities or people who've given out of kindness of their heart have, have provided the easements for the Greenway along its, its length. And it's an amazing story if you think about the amount of money that was saved by going the easement route as opposed to trying to procure the land or obtain the land. And it, it also has the benefit of, of getting people on board when it's a volunteer effort. Everybody's a player. Everybody's working together. And there's, uh, and there's a lot of cooperation in that, that type, of, type of process. So I think it was really a, an excellent game plan. And the fact is today that, that everything that's out there is, was done by either volunteers or government agencies that, that are out there, such as Wilkesboro, North Wilkesboro, and Wilkes County. So it's, it's really been an all-encompassing effort. But the key to make it all work, everybody has essentially volunteered to play to play a role and to and to and, for, and to provide land and and, and and to make the easements possible. That's awesome. That really is. All right. Tell us about the current status of the Greenway and let's highlight some of the top projects that have taken place over the last five years. Okay. You might want to include locations, the sections, the bridges built, and maybe the number of miles of trail that we've got now. Okay, well, we can start off with the number of miles. We've got close to nine miles of greenway on the ground. Um, I think the, uh, the the biggest project that comes to my mind that's been completed in the last five miles is probably the most difficult of all, and one personally I didn't think would ever happen, and that is what we call the uh, red-green connector which runs down, uh, for people familiar with the area, David's Car Care, uh, the uh, Midtown Green uh, House operation. Uh, that encompassed uh, gaining 
close to 10 easements in about a 2,000 linear foot area. And it's probably one of the most expensive because that required a bridge, uh, several uh, small creek culvert installations, and was just a mess uh, down through there. Uh, but it's uh, for those of, who've had a chance to go and use the red green connector, they'll see what a remarkable addition to the greenway it is. And it connected two major sections. Uh, the red section, we call it, that's the Smoot Park to Memorial Park section. And the green section, that's from the Reddy's Trailhead down to West Park. Uh, so uh, the two, uh, the two of the first greenway segments or sections are now connected. That's awesome. Big undertaking, I'm sure. It was. Uh, we've, we've dotted the area with a lot of brick, with several bridges. Uh, the first bridge was the Arch Bridge at the confluence of the Reddy's and Yadkin. That was uh, in the first ready section that was constructed mm -hmm. and finished, I think, RG, was that early 2000? Yes. And uh, so then I think the second section was down the Yadkin from the confluence to West Park. And then Raysway Bridge was dropped in. So it's like uh, building blocks, Legos, kind of. Yeah. That's what we do, segments becomes sections and uh, then is all incorporated into the overall Greenway plan. You had a unique engineer, didn't you, at that time that helped a great deal? We did. Well, Frank Terracito with Cubic uh, Engineering and Construction. Uh, we lost him several years ago. He was a dynamic force in uh, helping us create uh, the engineering plans, design, he was such an integral part of the Greenway, and we really, really miss him. Sure do, sure do. I would like to mention the fact that we, another project that came in the past was working with Wilkes Community College to bring the Greenway underneath the Cub Creek Bridge, just, uh, just east of Wilkesboro, along Highway 268, and bringing the Greenway crossing uh, Wilkesboro uh, Boulevard there, which is Highway 268. Uh, business uh, underneath the what people refer to as the Burger King Bridge there by Burger King uh, up to Wilkes Community College. And then after uh, working with the college after a few years, helping provide access, which allowed festival campers from Rural Fest who are camping to come and go without ever having to cross the road. And that is so awesome. That really is. Because that's a lot of people. Right. And we're and, talking thousands and that, of people. That is, and that's another testament to the generosity of all the landowners down through there. Uh, we were chasing down an ex example of Burger King. Their headquarters was in Florida, I think Miami. So it took a lot of work on all the uh, Greenway uh, Council's uh, behalf uh, to contact, uh, meet with, and ultimately uh, work out the easements for each one of those little segments to make it possible to extend the Greenway down to Wilkes Community College. Uh, it's, which had existing trail. Which has, it has an existing trail and we've now successfully connected into it. So you can go all the way from Wilkes Community College down to the new Y uh, 
which is uh, probably a round trip is about five miles uh, of Greenway. It's a very, so. very pleasant ride, ride on a bicycle or a walk. Yeah. The fact to run through there or ride through there, walk through there. And uh, what really helps at Merlefest time is they use the whole area down there by the old airport. We call it the old, old airport. Lowe's River's Edge Lowe's Park. Lowe's River's Edge Park yeah. now it is. And it also it has the industrial park down there. But during Merlefest, it becomes a huge campground. And then the foot traffic is amazing that leads from there to the college, to the WCC campus where Merlefest is held. And, and folks really appreciate not having not... Uh, not having to walk across the uh, highway, busy highway down there, it's the intersection. So our old, old friend Mule Ferguson says, used to say, that's where all the festers live. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a busy highway down there, so it's yeah. great that they're taking them off the highway yes. and on the trail. Very safe travel. At least a large portion of them. Right. Yeah. Right. When you have 80,000 people come in for a festival, it's great to have that opportunity. Absolutely. Okay, share with us uh, the history associated with the trailheads. Uh, how did they get their names? Uh, let's talk about the number of river access points, too, that you got for kayaks and canoes. And what about the, the wildlife, North Carolina Wildlife Partnership for the fishing access? Okay, uh, a few years ago, I, of course, I had worked at Car Scott Reservoir and I became uh, friends and had worked quite a bit with the Wildlife Commission. And uh, the uh, officers who worked with, and of course, when I segued over to the Yakin River Greenway, I had those, I built those relationships and they had approached me about having uh, improved accesses and a, and a you know, place to fish along the river. And so they worked, uh, we worked out the prospect of putting in uh, four fish accesses along the Reddy's River, uh, on, the, uh, on the east side of the Reddy's adjacent to the Greenway. And those, especially during trout season, which they now stock the Reddies, that section of the Reddies below the Reddies River Dam, with trout. So during trout season, there are anglers, as we call them now, uh, lining the banks down there to, to get in, and, and they use those access points, uh, which which are really extremely popular. The Wildlife Commission has also put in a, a access below the Reddies Dam so people can walk down steps to get to the river. So they worked with us on that. And then they put a fishing pier down below the confluence of the Reddies and the, uh, and the Yadkin River. So they've done a number of projects that have improved access that allow people to get out and enjoy the recreational aspect of the river along the Greenway. They also uh, completed several years ago an ADA accessible uh uh, fishing pier at the base uh, or the bottom of Raceway Crossing at uh, at Pardue Crossing, mm -hmm. the bottom of Raceway. Uh, that can be easily accessed by a street uh, that runs in front of Cooks, uh, which is called uh, uh, Willow, Willow Willow Lane. Okay. And you can go there, uh, mm -hmm. travel down Willow Lane, and it uh, ends at a parking area, ADA. Uh, parking area, That's awesome. then they can access the uh, fishing pier from there. Fishing right downtown North Wilkesboro and Wilkesboro. Exactly. Isn't that amazing. You can go fishing in town. Exactly. And who would ever expect that you could fish for trout? Right. Yeah. Right. And some nice ones too. I see them jerking them out of there all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, 
to get back to the naming opportunities for trailheads, uh, when a new section uh, is built or segment, uh, most of the grants require a trailhead with several parking spaces at the end of each section. Uh, when that happens, until a naming uh, is completed, and generally a naming is done uh, is one of the ways we raise capital to construct a greenway. Uh, uh, you can name a uh, trailhead section uh, with a donation uh, to the Greenway Council. Uh, there are various amounts depending on the trailhead size. Um, uh, or we give it a name until such naming opportunity occurs. Okay. Uh, so if anyone has any, uh, would like to name a trailhead for uh, a loved one, uh, they can contact the Greenway office and we'll certainly entertain working with them on that opportunity. Interesting, because I, I do you say raised way and I know there's a Tyson trailhead. Tyson trailhead. So that's those those are all through contributions. Contributions or by for uh, in honor of Not people sure. who have made the uh, construction of the Greenway possible. Uh, that's awesome. It's kind of honor. It can be an honorarium mm -hmm. as well. And Linda, the uh, one program we have are memorials on the Greenway, in which people can uh, establish a memorial for a loved one or for a, a person that they honor. Uh, along the Greenway and so la provides a lasting memorial in a high quality uh, setting uh, if they contact the Greenway office and they've been very popular. We've also had uh, people participate at, at, when they've had uh, close relatives who've passed, passed on and, and set up memorials along the Greenway and all of those kinds of features are, are widely embraced by the community and have been very popular and have helped us, you know, right. help sustain the Greenway operations. Have one over there at River's Edge, Becky's Way, maybe? Uh, Becky's Park. Becky's yes. Park. Uh, yes. That's at the, uh, at the YMCA. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's all kinds of naming opportunities, uh, memorials, um, and other types of recognition that we can work with donors that that's would like to uh, consider those options. How many access points are there for kayaks, canoes, or boards, whatever they'd like to? How many access are there on the Greenway to get well, on the river? There's a, an access at, at the mouth of uh, Moravian Creek. Okay. Uh, and then there's uh, a canoe access that Jewel Hubbard's son did for the Eagle Scout project a few years ago, just above the Purdue Crossing Bridge, just, just uh, up, upstream from it. Then there's a, a canoe access down at Smoot Park uh, that we've established down there. Uh, and then we have four little accesses along the Reddy's River that I've mentioned earlier that can also be used for canoes or kayaks uh, that are the fishing accesses. So we have those four. And then we have an access at, at the uh, Tellwater Race Area at W. Carscott Lake. So someone can put in, put in at W. Carscott Lake and they can canoe all the way down to Snoop Park, is that? Yes. And then have access to get out there. That's correct. Or they can go all the way to Warren River? Warren River, and or you can go below there to Rhonda or on the Elkin even. So uh, we're seeing a growth in awareness of cleaning up the river. Right. Of uh, cleaning the breeze out of the river. In fact, the uh, 
the basically Wilkes County right now has got a grant going and they're out there to clean debris out of the river. Uh, and these are all tree snags that could be hazards for canoeists. And that project's ongoing or going on as we speak and to try, try to make the river safer. Right, and that's important, very, very important. And, and also, we've got mm -hmm. several outfitters uh, there in Wilkes County. Right. Um, uh, that... Uh, the Hills Outdoor Adventures is yes. one. Yes, mm -hmm. there we go. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, they're open uh, during the the ca canoeing and kayaking or tubing. They still season. have tubing mm -hmm. season. They uh, didn't have tubs. Tubs. Yes. And <laughs> take a tub ride. Um and uh, uh, so hopefully with all the work, I think it's being spearheaded by the Wilkes Rescue Squad, the river cleanup, I'll call it, yes. removing the snags. I think they have a pretty large grant that they're working off of, about 500,000, yes. memory serves me correctly, to try and remove the snags and other uh, tree obstacles out of the rivers to make it safer uh, and more enjoyable for the uh, people take advantage of those outfitters during the season. You know, we talk about um, partners. You just mentioned partners, though. I, I consider those folks partners. Absolutely. Doing those things. You know, that they really assist with trail development. But can you share with us those partners associated in what significance has this partnership been in the growth of the trail? Well, I'd like to start with uh, several partnerships that are really key. One of the strengths of the Greenway's operation deals the fact that we do have such great partners. Uh, one partnership that comes to mind is with the Health Foundation, a hospital foundation who have provided grant monies to do such things as, as provide uh, Greenway extensions that lead to the Ruby Purdue Blackburn Center, Ruby Blackburn Purdue Adult Daycare Center. Uh, we've put in a handicapped playground adjacent to the, to the Wilkes Medical Center down in West Park. Uh, so we, they have been a great partner to us. I mentioned the North Carolina Wildlife Commission. I'll also be, I'd like to mention the fact that the National Park Service with the Overmountain Victory Trail, uh, OVT as we call it, OVNHT, National Historic Trail, runs alongside the river parallel with the Aiken River Greenway. And they've been a great source and a consistent source of providing grant monies for building sections of, of, of Greenway along the river and have been a great partner. Uh, we also have a number of, of smaller community groups uh, that, that do uh, underbrushing, that do landscaping uh, along, along the Greenway's uh, stretches and, and, and upkeep and face, facelifting and projects that really beautify the Greenway. So there's a number of partners, not to mention the fact, uh, also to mention, we have Wilkes County, we have North Wilkesboro and Wilkesboro who are, are partnering with us to add to and to maintain and, and provide law enforcement and cleanup along the river, along the Greenway and along the stretch of the river. Uh, and without the partnerships, it'd be a really huge task. Oh, sure. Yeah, the uh, the unique relationship we have with the two towns in the county is that uh, the Greenway Council in the past has obtained the easement from respective landowner. We uh, have raised the funds to do the construction. And uh, when it's completed, we put a tidy little bow on it and we turn it over to the respective town or county in which that section 
our segment resides. And then uh, we uh, uh, head on to the next section and we leave the heavy lifting of all the maintenance and protection and care of that greenway section up to them. And that uh, we really appreciate their hard work over the years. Uh, they've done a great job in maintaining and protecting the greenway. That's and we important. certainly appreciate that. Another thing uh, I wanted to say, uh, getting back to the Overmount Victory Trail, which RG has been greatly uh, involved with, uh, is that uh, before I became associated with Greenway, that was one part of North Carolina and you know, United States history that I was totally unaware of mm -hmm. in the fact that the Overmount Victory Trail is the path that the Overmountain uh, men took to the Battle of Kings Mountain. Of course, R.G. is a reenactor, and I'll turn this over to him for yeah. a second for the history. But uh, the Yakin River was the uh, interstate highway, basically, that those men took from Abington, Virginia. Yeah, Abington, Virginia, and, and Elka, North Carolina. And Elka, North Carolina, down to the Battle of Kings Mountain, where we kicked those red coats back towards where they go from there <laughs> well they they, they went here. they wound up uh, about less than a year after the battle of kings mountain surrendering at yorktown uh -huh. so it eventually moved north out of north carolina into virginia where they uh where they they basically surrendered lots of good history there. so it's all it's yeah. all good history but uh, what i'd like to say uh, one thing that we, we have done working with this our national presence is that i was out in albuquerque new mexico back in November for the National Trails Conference. And I did a presentation on the Yadkin River Greenway. I didn't know it, realize it, but they decided the morning of the presentation said, oh, by the way, we forgot to tell you, this is the keynote presentation. And I looked out in the room, there was 375 people wow. in the room. <laughs> and so I got up to talk about it, but it was very easy because I had good slides. And we, we featured the area behind the Ruby Blackburn Center. Uh, there, the adult daycare, and the fact that, that we had brought an extension in that increases access for persons with disabilities, right. and we had the, the handicapped playground equipment, and then we had the connector sidewalks that came in uh, into the Greenway over there, North Wilkesburg, behind behind David's car care, and, and, and along that particular stretch there by the ball field, and they were all over that at the conference and really it saw that that was urban trails or as a direction that they wanted to uh, promote and say, you know, they sometimes they're the poor kid on the block. But so I felt good being able to present that case. All the way in Albuquerque, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, but maybe some of those folks will come and visit us and see it in real yeah, for absolutely. what it is. That's great. Yeah. Great access. But yes, yeah, so the National Park Service has been incredibly consistent uh, and ardent part part partner of the Charlie. Absolutely. And and then again, the Overmountain Victory Trail people do a, a great job introducing this history uh, of the Overmountain Victory Trail through a series of educational seminars that they hold at the uh, old courthouse. Yeah. And uh, RG's involved with that. Tell them a little bit about we that. Do, we, we work well actually we work for the Wilkes we work through Wilkes County Schools uh, with the fourth graders and eighth graders of the target age for U.S. history. So every fall during the time, it's the annual activity period of that campaign to the Battle of Kings Mountain, we do the programs, educational programs 
for students here in Wills County. So as the children, students rotate from fourth, eighth grade, we hope not, hopefully we don't miss many right. students Great with opportunities to learn. to learn. Okay, what's next? Um, share with us the new proposed sections in connections with the Greenway. Okay, the uh, next session we have on on uh, our planning board is working with the town of Wilkesboro with the extension of the Greenway uh, up Cub Creek from Cub Creek Park. Presently, if you travel along Oakwoods Road, you'll notice where the town of Wilkesboro is hard at work in constructing a new addition to the Cub Creek Park uh, uh, facility. Uh, they're scheduled, if everything continues on plan, to start mid-2023 with the construction towards Wilkesboro Avenue Bridge uh, near the uh, waste treatment plant. Uh, that first section uh, will be installed. Hopefully we'll go under uh, the bridge there and then we will at some date in, in the future uh, continue on with the Greenway when the uh, when North Wilkesboro uh, commences its work on its uh, sewer treatment plant expansion project. I'm not sure how long that's going to take, but eventually, hopefully, the Greenway will extend all the way from Oakwoods Road and tie into the existing Greenway section that presently ends at the confluence of Cub Creek and the Yadkin River. Uh, then we hope at some time in the future, if uh, our plans hold, to drop in a bridge uh, between the north side Yakin River Greenway section and the newly completed south section of the Cub Creek extension. We learned in our council meeting yesterday that that little bridge will cost about $600,000. So that's a big chunk of change. And uh, uh, it's a little more than we had planned on, but uh, that's our overall goal for that area. Uh, and until then, uh, people would be able to uh, complete the access route by using the uh, uh, existing Wil Wilkesboro Avenue Bridge uh, in front of the uh, tire company there, uh, Mavis Tire. And uh, so that's the major section. We've got lots of other sections on the drawing board, but those are all dependent upon easements that we currently um, do not have. But we hold out hope uh, in, that sometime in the future, uh, uh, the attitude towards those easements will change and we'll be able to uh, fill in the gaps that currently exist between W. Kerr Scott Dam and Sloop Park. That's good news. Good news. Okay. Um, you know, when you put a trail on the ground, it takes a great deal of funding. We're just talking about that bridge cost $600,000. Yeah. How do you raise the money to fund these projects? How do you, okay. do that? How do you maintain the existing trail? We, we have, we've used a, uh, a variety of approaches for fundraising throughout the years. I've been with the Greenway all uh, ever since uh, summer of 2010. And uh, I've seen us uh, apply for some really nice 
grants that are able to help us with the large construction aspects. Some of those grant entities that we've worked with include have included the North Carolina Recreation and Trails Program. Uh, we've also worked with uh, entities from uh, uh, from health industry, health foundation, hospital foundation. We've used grants from the National Park Service. Uh, we've we've gotten some additional grants from from entities that have seen smaller projects and wanted to, to be players uh, throughout the years. So just a variety of grant sources have, have been a, a major part of our funding sources. Another one have been what we call our Friends of Greenway program. And we, we basically people become members of the Friends of Greenway and they support and give. And sometimes we get surprisingly nice gifts through our Friends program on the Greenway. And another source of income that we have to the Greenway have been uh, through our memorials. And those, those have been sizable donations as well. You also do a couple events a year, don't you? The Turtle Regatta. The Turtle Regatta and a golf tournament. And a golf tournament. So those, both of those help bring in funds? Yes, absolutely. And we also uh, receive uh, funding uh, on a regular basis from the two towns in the county. Okay. They chip in and are very right. generous to help us with our day-to-day -day operations. Uh, I, th I think that, uh, and they have for many years seen it as a, a great investment. It's, it's an arm of their operations that they don't have to fund. It's all volunteers. And uh, then one day they wake up and there's a nice new tidy little greenway section that's uh, just appears. Adds so much to the quality of living. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We don't know. I don't know how many times I've heard people say that the greenway has made a great change in their life, uh, health wise, mentally. Uh, is such a great asset for the community and a lot of people in the real estate industry tell me that uh, they've had uh, their customers say that's the reason i moved here and so man when you get all that uh, synergy going for you uh based on the uh, existence of a greenway it's fantastic people can also do birdhouses i think you mentioned yes we have a, a, a program out there which people can put their name or uh, name of a person that they would like to remember on the birdhouse or an organization could be placed on that birdhouse. Uh, and those birdhouses are used for, uh, to, to continue the population, successful populations of bluebirds. So little bluebird boxes are about eight and a half feet off the ground. And they're, uh, they're most of them are very attractive and they're easy to make, to maintain. There also can be something that could be used for volunteer projects for the Boy and Girl Scout entities, uh, or 4-H's, 4-H clubs. Uh, so we have a number of potential volunteer projects out there on the Greenway. And if you have a group that needs to do a volunteer project, they can contact us at the Greenway office and we'll, we'll help plan and come up with an idea, a concept for, for a Greenway volunteer project. That's exciting. Yeah, we talked earlier about uh, how the county and the towns come in for the maintenance of the yes. trail and also the public safety is that correct they take care of keeping the trail safe yes the uh the two towns in the county again their law enforcement arms uh, uh, uh provide patrol uh 
and in the event we have any problems, they are quick to respond, and we really appreciate uh, their uh, their diligence uh, in helping us keep the Greenway safe. Uh, we also, uh, some years ago, uh, had, uh, at that time, Chief Rankin, uh, North Wilkesboro Police Chief, he brought up a great suggestion, and that was our Greenway was segmented. It was not connected, and still is that way today for the uh, greater part. Uh, he came up with a suggestion that if our 911 call center receives a call, help, I'm on the Greenway, I need help, uh, they would say, where are you on the Greenway? We had no way to identify the location. Uh, of the uh, uh, person in distress. So he suggested that we name each one of them with a color. So when you're on the greenway, you'll note that it says you're on the red section, the green section, the brown section. Uh, that gives the uh, call center a heads up and starts narrowing down immediately uh, the, your location on the greenway by color. So. And it, it was a great idea. So we've incorporated those. That's the reason, like, for example, we came up with the red-green connector. Uh, you know, we, instead of giving it a new name or a different color, we just call it the red-green connector. So that focus usually, you went on that very narrow section. Because what, what, what your strategy is, is to prevent problems. And, and anytime you can work with, with a system that helps uh, rescue entities, fire rescue, fire rescue, and, and life-saving entities uh, can get out there to a certain point quickly. It helps them do that, and so they appreciate knowing where a person might be uh, that have that if they're involved in an incident on the greenway, uh, an Ill, a sudden illness or an accident, and they need help. It greatly increases the response time. Right. Yeah. That's so good for people who. Worry a little bit about that, especially if they're a little bit older. Yes. They're out walking. Great to know. And we talked about um, the emphasis that this has been for the outdoors, you know, with the access points for fishing and for canoeing, kayaking, walking. Wilkes County recently had a feasibility study, and it was completed by Destinations by Design, on the significance of the outdoor recreations in the economic value of that what role has the greenway played in these efforts well i think that the uh from all the uh that i have read uh, about the study and the program the thing that jumps out at me is that the greenway is the backbone of this uh development plan uh, all things lead back to the greenway and grow from the greenway and so that to me just shows the importance or emphasize the importance of the greenway to the overall uh economic development of this area um, sure does the connectivity and then developing all that collaboration between different entities exactly yes. Yes. So we really uh we really support that this initiative we i think it's long range is going to be very very beneficial to the county of Wilkes. What we have seen uh, historically happen is places like Little Rock, Arkansas, 
places like Chattanooga, Tennessee. Now, Wilkes County, North Carolina, uh, Morgan, North Carolina is another example. But communities are, have embraced the concept of connecting their communities through the Greenway system. Opportunity for growth. Yes, exactly. sure retail, restaurant, all types of things can connect to that. Absolutely. Guys, we thank you for being with us today. It's been a great episode. And we're glad that the Ford Chamber is sponsoring the Stuff You Should Know podcast series. Now, our goal is to keep our listeners informed of the many amenities that our community has to offer and to share these with everyone so that you can enjoy those, those amenities and be supportive in their growth and development. Stuff You Should Know is sponsored by the Wilkes Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Linda. Thanks, Linda.